Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. boys and girls for another special edition of the michael deacon program reporting to you all the way from the wastelands of california deep inside of a boiler room my name in fact is michael and i am a mere figment of your imagination the pleasure is all yours first time listeners out there we hope you enjoy your stay joining me tonight is mr dean ryan the owner of realdealmedia.tv dean is an investigative journalist producer tv and radio host and an avid traveler making his return. Let's bring him right on in. And joining me right now is Mr. Dean Ryan. What's up, Dean? Michael, it's a pleasure to be back. It's good to hear you. You know, clockwise, my friend, it's been a long time. It's been a while since we last spoke, and thanks for spending some time with us here tonight. And as a preamble, I wanted to sort of talk about your background just for a few moments, just to get us warmed up here. And, um, you know, but before that... It must have been, what, about a year or so when all this was, well, over a year now, when, you know, COVID had just hit and you were sort of breaking away from California. Well, yeah, yeah, sort of like 2020. I I remember the first time I was on your show, it was May 29, 2020, and the George Floyd riots literally just broke down. Right two hours prior and that was like a monumental moment. I was like, no way. And so I, I recall that we were like talking about it like in real time as it was happening. So that was It's pretty fun. Yeah, it was pretty monumental. Yeah. It's pretty wild, but you know, they taken him and turned him into some sort of a god now, in my opinion. Yes, he is a deity. Um, he people uh, made him a well, that's what he was sent out to be. If you recall, during that time, 
like on Twitter with with Hillary and Obama's Twitters, they were like doing like promotional uh, little clips on Twitter, I guess. And they, his picture was there before there was ever a George Floyd whatever. Story. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty wild. Only in America will you see a monument of a a stripper, crackhead, drug fiend. That's right. That's right. Uh, our value system is uh, quite different than uh, <laughs> yeah. other places. I love it. But, I love it. It's great, though. Only in America. I love this country so much, even if, you know, some things are a little bit backwards here. But that's all right. I don't mind. Yeah, it, it, it is. I mean, you know, without rehashing the George Floyd story sure. again. All but, good. Uh, it, it, it is... We are witnessing Kabuki Theater in its final stages and the final act, and it is a very confusing time for many, but Oof, very expected as well. Definitely. Very timely, definitely manufactured. This is a very strange time for adults and children, uh, especially when COVID just first uh, broke around. And I recall telling you when uh, you were going to make your way out to uh, the Texas area for, you know, temporary reasons, I would, I would imagine. I was like, Dean, are you sure you want to go out there? Things are looking kind of bad. And, you know, you kind of didn't really give a shit, which I did enjoy. Don't get me wrong. I just thought, I don't want Dean to die out there. Um, oh, in Texas? Is that because of uh, the, the COVID-19? Correct, correct. Oh. When it was first, you know, hitting, I thought, oh, shit, I don't know his... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're now... Yeah, and and it, that was a, that was a genuine feeling from a lot of people, sure. and I was terrified too. Yeah, I mean, we've we've never seen anything like this outside of the uh, the silver screen. And I remember when it all locked down, everybody was hur hur um, huddled with their families, yeah, their loved ones, and I literally I, I had no one, and um, you know, so I. So I, but I went to a friend's apartment. She was with her family and I just went to a vacant apartment in LA and it was frightening, frightening. And it was the first time I was introduced to drones. I'm like, holy shit, we, we have drones now patrolling neighborhoods in America. Wow. Like and a sci-fi movie. It was like a sci-fi movie. I felt like, uh, Colonel Kurtz in Apocalypse Now. Yeah, it was a weird, it was a weird ass time, especially with all the uh, Twitter videos coming out from uh, China. You're seeing these people falling on the ground and all that. Unfortunately, well, oh, yeah. uh, unfortunately, we didn't get to see that here in America, though. You know, I kind of wanted to see people dropping as yeah. sick as that sounds. It's, I'm being honest, I kind of wanted to see that. Right. And then we later found out it was staged. It was nonsense. Here's the weirdest thing. Yeah. Here's the weirdest thing is the entire uh, United States was locked down in, in the Western world. The, the first day, the very next morning after, you know, that night we're all hurdled. I kid you not, Michael. And it pissed me off to the highest degree. There were gardeners with their leaf blowers just right outside. Oh, <laughs> really? <laughs> you could hear a pin drop in L.A. You could hear somebody sneezing from across the neighborhood, but but you heard nothing, and then boom, you heard the leaf flowers. And I'm like, oh god, that's funny. Really, what else could end? Do we really care about our landscaping? Well, I guess a man's got to yeah. work. <laughs> Which goes into the absurdity of when you said, "Yes, this is America." We, you know, I mean, if the the um, the four-string quartet on the Titanic kept playing as the iceberg hit them and they were sinking. Well, so will the gardeners in L.A. 
That's right. Got to give him credit for that. Yeah. Working well, hard. Yeah. Love that. Yes. We, we've come a long way. We have. Uh, we really have in a very short time. Yeah, it, it, it is. It is true. We have come a long way in such a short time. It almost feels like it's been going on for such a long time. And now we're seeing Biden right now, you know, Joseph Biden, the greatest president on earth. He's more along the lines of pushing uh, for uh, another another vaccine sort of wave. What I mean by that is now they're going to try to encourage even more people to get the vaccine, mm-hmm. which is what we're seeing. Yeah. Right, right. The the uh, miracle jab push is, um, you know, it, it's a financial thing because they couldn't really sell it by by telling us if we, um, you, you know, go go to Krispy Kreme and get a dozen donuts or get a miracle jab. Well, we get a dozen donuts. Remember all that? I do. Sells pitches. Yeah, it you was know? food, and it, it even came down to giving you some pot. Like somebody out there, I hope has a whole. Um, compilation of all the propaganda for the Miracle Jams. The freebies. They first started rolling it out. You know? Man, what an interesting time. <laughs> and it's going to look like um, all those propaganda pieces, too, uh, like in during the Cold War. Yeah. The Russians are coming, which we're, we're back there now with the new nuclear scares and everything going on. Yeah, we're back to that again. Back to the new Cold exactly. War. And A proxy war. those people, all the people who experienced the Cold War and all those fire or bombing drills in the 50s, they're traumatized right now. They're like, oh my God. You know, they're traumatized as kids, and here we are again. You have on the CDC, they're telling people how to survive a radiation nuclear fallout on the CDC. Yeah, that's um, what they're prompting you know, here. It's pretty ridiculous, but you know, some people think that we are going to be headed towards a nuclear war. Um, yes, it, that, that, that is the, that's what's on the menu. I would make the case that, um, you know, it, it could be something other than that. Cause I, to me, nuclear war, nuclear bombs are as archaic as chemotherapy at this point. As in, we know, we know that there's BEWs and there's other weaponry sure. that are being used in the nuclear bomb is so 1940s at this point so then the question is what is the nuclear scare really and and, and who, what is this entailing and what's going to come about from it you know who what where when what um well there's many angles because no one can be no one can call themselves an absolutist anymore no one can say oh i know i read this chapter but what we do know is the petrodollar the world reserve fiat currency of the world, the dollar, is done. The Saudis are um, realigning their um, contractual agreements outside of the U.S. We know that BRICS, the, the new financial setup, is being headed by China, Russia, Brazil, and some other um, minor superpowers. Uh, we know that cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, up and down, it's about to crash hard, just like the stock market. And we also know that 70% of Americans right now are in debt because they have to pay their bills. That's what's making them in debt. People lose their jobs uh, due to the economy. People lose their jobs due to 
the decision they had to make of either getting a miracle jab and, and continue working to feed my family or not, and then you know being in ten cities, which California is now renowned for. Oh yeah. So, so the financial reset is is inevitable, and also this war is about to get hotter in in, in the fiscal realm. I was so hoping you wouldn't say that. News. Go ahead. I'm going to break some news. I'm going to break some news uh, here tonight. And this just came in to me. And let me get my specs and read it for you. So, you know, uh, two years ago, we told people um, near Tacoma, Washington, on the Canadian border, there were Chinese submarines doing uh, refueling their, their subs, doing military drills practices. Canada has been... Uh, the the new launching pad and home base for everything World Economic Forum, UN, and China, yeah. PLA, People's Liberation Army. We've known that for two years. We've seen the videos and everything. In the same sense, this is what they're trying to do to Hawaii as well. That's why they're trying to kill all the natives with the miracle jabs to make Hawaii the, you know, the, the, the headquarters to then invade the, the, the mainland here in the United States. So we knew that two years ago. Well, this is what's going on now. And you never, what's happening in the world, as your viewers know and you know, is never what's being told on anything on, on the in American news. Yep. And sadly. And I get to know. Yeah, nobody watches Fox unless they're, they have to or they're just older, whatever. So right now, this, this came, uh, I have a contact in the United States Air Force, and this is what was sent, uh, shared with me. Uh, he said that military movement now is now on the, is about to increase um, here domestically, drastically. Um, we can make the case. A lot of my viewers on on uh, that watch my show, World at War, which by the way, um, weeknights, 10 p.m. Eastern. Putting that out there. There you go. Um, yeah, shameless plug. No worries. Uh, yeah, military military movement is increasing. A lot of my viewers have talked about uh, the, the military aircraft. What are these helicopters doing there? Unusual aircraft that hasn't been explained or shared with the general population. That's coming out unusual-looking clouds. Uh, the fact that there's monsoons now on the West Coast, uh, which is, I think, combating the, the extreme hot you know, blistering sun. So we're in weather wars too. So what took place here in the past 48 hours, several U.S. military submarines and alongside of, of the coast, they weren't specific on what coast, but I happen to think the, the West is there's a lot of Chinese influence in Oregon. Oh yeah. Frisco and in, in, in Seattle, they own the, they own the damn ports and all that. Anyways, um, several of the submarines have now uh, been taken out by adversaries, sunk for whatever reason, and uh, that's being covered up. Now, currently, with that said, there are multiple, taking account what I said about Canada and all that, there are multiple unfriendly, their words, unfriendly subs from unspecified countries up and down our coastlines right now. Um, Info, information on this matter has not been released yet, and I'm going to release it here tonight with you and then tonight on my show as well. Um, Love that. Yeah, that's huge. That's huge. And 
again, there's two ways of looking at it. This is a war of duality. Well, what do we know? We know that Russia and China have been given free passageway in Nicaragua. That's the first. So we have them in Central America. Well, we know China's all up and down South America, and we know Central America, not so much, but the CIA has been a staple throughout Central America. You remember the Manuel Noriega days, uh, you know, the, the, the drugs, Air America, they're all grown in Guatemala, a lot of them. And then Costa Rica is where the CIA people go to retire. It's a little unknown fact. Nice little vacation spot there, yeah. Yeah, I mean, not a bad place to do it. So Russia and China are in Nicaragua uh, doing friendly peacekeeping missions and military, you know, drills or whatever. Well, there's two ways to look at that. Either they're there to prepare for a, a, a land grab here when they further weaken the United States by killing the economy, which we're about to go into a huge Great Depression. So they're here to collect. Everyone wants a piece of this pie. That's another reason why they're, there's, for them to nuke, nuke the entire United States would be foolish. It would kill the, um, the minerals, the farmland, the uh, commerce, you know, world attractions, the big cities. They just want to weaken us to make it a third world country to make it a buyer's market. They don't want to destroy it. So that's one angle. The other angle is that there are discoveries, what they found in, in Ukraine with bio labs and other CIA black sites, which exist in Poland. Ukraine is, Ukraine is a country in name only. It's been a, a playground for the central intelligence agencies and other groups for trafficking. Yeah, gun trafficking and human trafficking. It's been, uh, it's been a mess out there for yeah. many years for those that aren't aware of that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're literally, literally, this, they're, they're like making super soldier types. So like they are experimenting on, you know, on soldiers. And, and that's not sci-fi or anything. That's been done since the beginning. For a while, yeah. In the Army. Project Chad, you know, when they were testing the nuclear bombs in Nevada. Well, they had, remember they, those old photos and videos? Oh, yeah. All the those are cool. Military men with their, their sunglasses. So, yeah, they've been doing that in Ukraine. Money laundering, etc. Yeah, like, why is Canada sending $90 million to Ukraine I mean, if that's not money laundering, I don't know what is. You know, just like when you hear all this, California wants to bring back reparations to pay, you know, descendants of, you know, the slaves from the, the old Tom Sawyer days. Well, that's so, so heartfelt, but it's so unrealistic and stupid in another form of money laundering. Just like oh. this entire COVID thing is money laundering. I believe you're right on that. And uh, another thing that you mentioned with China, you know, the fact that they have been purchasing so much land, you know, that's a bigger risk than people are even made aware of. Right, right. And governors, the governor of Oklahoma and, and those people over there in the Midland, the, the heartland, they need, to, they need to do what New Zealand did. They need to put a stop on foreign, um, especially foreign adversaries coming into America and buying up land because that's what all the – celebrities and Hollywood types were doing the past eight years plus in New Zealand when everyone started moving out of Hollywood. You know, you have like Matt Lauer buying, uh, you know, a thousand acres and new farming over there. You just, you can't do it. You can't do it. So that needs to stop. But people also have to understand there's two Chinas. 
there's the Chinese people and people in the mainland. Then there's the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party, who don't even reside or have anything to do with, with China, the actual country. They're all over the world. That's right. And their money, their money is in Switzerland, a lot of it. That's where they get all their education from. Kim Jong-un, you know, he went to university there. And Switzerland has to be looked at now with a fine comb more than ever before. They've always been called the, you know, they've been declared the neutral country for 100 years or whatever. Well, that's changed. That's changed. It's the home of the World Economic Forum, for starters. Right. It's it's the the home for all the despots around the world. It's also the home of CERN. That's right. And their little reactors. That's right. Who, who's partnered with UN? See? Yeah, lots of shit and, going down out there in Switzerland. And we discovered there they have these hidden, secret hidden Switzerland bunkers all over the place. They look like Airbnbs and, and or hotels. And you look at them, you're like, oh, that's a nice little veranda with the window. And then you look closer. Oh, no, they just painted the windows on there. The creepiest thing ever. But that's where a lot of this wickedness is coming from, is, is this World Economic Forum, whose graduates are now some of the most recognizable world leaders and hated ones at that, who are perpetuating this great reset that, by the way, they signed a week ago, the World Economic Forum and the UN signed a new resolution to accelerate Agenda 2030. Now, Michael, I don't know about you, but uh, I've not only been to Vegas, I've lived there, and I've been in yeah. poker tournaments. And I, I know when you're losing in a poker tournament, I've seen it from many, many people, I, and I've been in the World Series of Poker, you start putting in more chips, more and more to win your money back. And... This is what they're doing because they're losing the narrative. And it's always been about the narrative with these people. They don't have the narrative, then they don't have anything at all because their house is built on sand. Which is always lovely. And, yeah. Dean, for those that don't know, um, we sort of didn't really get into this, but, you know, I, I <laughs> wanted to talk about your, your background for a moment just for those that, you know, are, are new with you. <laughs> yeah, what happened? <laughs> Well, that's okay. Um, that, that, yeah, that happens. Sure about that. No, it's okay. We, we appreciate that. <laughs> this is what happens when I, I, I don't talk to uh, Michael Deacon for a long while. It's like, we just pick up where we left off last. Exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah we, we share a lot of the uh, same audience. We sure do. Uh, the background is, <laughs> background is uh, I've been, well, I'm the founder, executive producer of Real Deal Media at uh, realdealmedia.tv. Um, we, we do pretty much nightly shows. Uh, I, I do uh, my main shows, World at War, uh, weeknights, 10 p.m. Eastern. I can be found on Dean Ryan TV on YouTube still for now, a, a channel I lost a year ago, and somehow I got it back. That's another story. And we're also on, um, you know, we're still surviving on the Facebook, you know, even though they're shadow banning us like a, the redheaded stepchild on social media. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is so frustrating. It's got to so be. So there at, um, it, oh, Michael, you know, even, I bursted so many blood vessels. Um, but we're there. Uh, you, we can be, I can be found there at, uh, we have Real Deal Media and then at the Real Dean Ryan. 
we're there. We have a, a lot of our viewers are there, a lot of our fans and stuff. But now I, I'd like to promote Rumble. Rumble. That's where, yes, that's where we're concentrating on. Uh, Real Video Meaning can be found on Rumble. You want to see all the shows, no censorship, or on Rumble. And of course, always, you want to see the show, go to realvideomedia.tv. It's always on the front page. Very nice. And yes, my audience knows you from your, your uh, shows with Jim Fetzer. Yes, yes, the great, the great Jim Fetzer who uh, serenaded our very lovely audience uh, weeks ago with a spoken word rendition of Eleanor Rigby. Really? <laughs> Which you're going to see soon on, on one of our Saturday shows. Oh, Rigby. my. Very cool. And Michael, get this, he got three marriage proposals from some of the women. <laughs> well, I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah, so who knew he was a crooner? But... Um, so anyways, but I, I've been doing this for uh, since March 19th of 2020. Uh, prior to that, I was I was doing a, I was making a film uh, with, with uh, I got my first film deal. Uh, we were doing a film with Roger Stone. Love that. Cool. We were ecstatic about it, yeah. and all this happened. So um, I fell back into the news world, which I've been doing off and on for a decade. You know, just for, for anywhere from Infowars, Natural News, Next News Network, you know, all the big, you know, big guys of the uh, past decade. I've produced some of the biggest shows and favorite shows that uh, your viewers probably seen. So in a nutshell, that's that's kind of it. Yeah, you've been yeah. around for a while and you worked as a, what was it, a segment producer for Coast to Coast AM. Yes, yes. I, uh, I, I, I was, I became a producer, semi producer for uh, John B. Wells, and uh, we got the uh, viewership up to 1.5 million viewers every Saturday. That is and wild. We're, um, yeah, we're being George Nori, and that was a no-no back then. But, uh, oh yeah, was not a permitted. You know, you know I've had my run-ins with uh, several folks over on Coast to Coast AM, and uh, oh, really, oh yeah. Oh yeah, they know who they are. Um, what, what was your experience like there, by the way? Um, I I didn't have a bad experience. Um, I didn't really talk to uh, George Norrie because I, I don't I don't know where he does a show. Um, John B. Wells does a show from Texas. Uh, yeah, and then the producer Tom Tom Danheiser. No, I, um, I can be you know industry friend, but uh, I've never really had any. Uh, um, bad experiences, uh, knocking on wood. I don't want to, I, I have enough of those. I yeah, exactly. <laughs> For sure. You don't want to, um, get into that with anybody out there. And also you spent, like yeah. you just said, uh, your time over on Infowars. And as you know, Alex has been uh, going through a lot, uh, this past week here. Well, for a while now, but the whole court case yeah. thing with, uh, Sandy Hook. Yes, he has. I do have information on that, that we, um, totally dropped last night and yeah i worked there uh about, just about a year um in, in 2013 i don't know like december of 2012 going all the way towards the end of the year so i don't know whatever the math is um so he, yes alex is going through some uh serious deep state um deep state uh just meat grinders here from a law firm in connecticut so Here's the skinny, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to drop some major news. Love that. Go ahead. Um, God, I know. Um, see, I come bearing gifts, Mike. Anyways, um, in regards to uh, regards to 
what Alex Jones and Infors is, is going through. It, it, it's tied. We've pinned it down. And if people want to understand this more, if you go to uh, go to our Rumble channel, go look at the recent World at War. It's called The Hunt for Alex Jones. And I have a whistleblower who came out last night from that film Shadowgate. Do you recall that film from two years ago? Actually, I do, yeah. Okay. That film from two years ago. And, and, and this is this is hard to piece together, everyone. So I, I'm going to try to do it the best way I can because it, it's like trying to teach Michael Deacon uh, trigonometry right now, and I barely know it myself. So um, that film was done by Millie Weaver, right? Yep. And and her uh, husband um, Gavin Wincy, and it was basically telling the world, I suppose, of, of just you know, how the shadow operations work, you know, behind the politicians and all that, and how they're gathering and data mining us through YouTube and Facebook, which, by the way, you know, uh, 40,000 former CIA employees, well, they run Facebook now, but um, nothing to see there, just to highlight it. And it goes into the Cambridge analytics from the 2016 and how that happened, but it also touches upon... Operation Hammer of what Obama and Brennan were doing with, with Michael Hayden, former head of the NSA, which was pretty much tapping everyone of significance and importance in uh, the United States, therefore blackmailing them. Yeah, no big deal. Further, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for, to further the Obama, uh, you know, one world government uh, agenda, which you're like, well, how the hell did that happened? Well, we can thank George Tenet. Dick Cheney for saying, well, we need to listen to everyone's calls for for the um, Taliban hijacker people. Anyways, that's the crash course of kind of what the movie was about. Now, here's the interesting part where things get. I'm going to reveal two revelations here. Millie Weaver was discovered by me. I'm the one that brought her to InfoWars in January of 2013. Uh, At that time, the uh, alternative media and the industry was very, very new, very new. So there wasn't a lot. What you see today was very primitive back then. But I had the idea that, well, Fox News can use, you know, attractive women to tell the news. Sure. Well, why can't the alternative independent um, industry do it as well? And at that time, uh, Alex was starting the Infowars Nightly News. So I was asked to... uh, join and work there. And I said, yeah, I just sold the company. I said, why not? You know, I went to college for broadcasting journalism and all that. Yeah, let's do it. Let's produce some good, you know, work here. So she approached, I met her at a, uh, at a party. Um, and I know her well, and she was very sweet, very nice. We did, did a report or two together. Now what, what went awry is her husband or at that time boyfriend, he wanted his foot in the door to get in gentle. Mm. Of was the hot commodity. Back sure. And, and I said, well, you know, I don't know him. It'd be awkward, you know, raise a crowd, blah, blah, blah. Well, next thing I know is this girl uh, is now disemboweling me publicly on her Twitter saying she didn't know who I was, that I'm crazy and I need to leave her alone. I remember that actually. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I'm thinking, uh, what? what? Did I just come through some kind of space-time continuum that <laughs> yeah. I, I don't exist anymore? <laughs> you know? What the hell? What, what I found out is since now she kind of she had her foot in the door, she had the contacts. And, and by the way, we see this happen all the time in Hollywood. The, the, you know, the, the independent alternative media industry is not much different than what happens in Hollywood. So since she had all the contacts there, she got the attention of Alex, all that. I was no longer needed. She was going to burn me because her stepping stone was done. Right. That's what they do. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I honestly had good intentions. I, I, you know, I really wanted to bring something new to, to our industry here at that time and do something very creative. And so she thought she, she pulled a fast one on me. Well, I, I made sure that um, when Alex got on the phone with me, he said, is she a good person? Is she a good person? Tell me, tell me. And I said, Alex, absolutely not. Stay away from this girl. In fact, here's some articles about her. She's married older men before uh, for green cards and money. Uh, her, her mother, who I was friends with too, that's another long story, but you know, she was an exotic dancer, which, you know, nothing wrong with that. But um, And her sister was dating a congressman. Anyways, they're connected to Masons, high-level Masons in that family. Her uncle was the congressman who was in Ghana for the Jim Jones Kool-Aid experiment, mm. the, which we know was a CIA mind control operation. Oh, yeah. He was killed. Yeah, they shot him, if you recall. I think they even made a movie about it, too, and uh, much on their own. Anyway, so there, there's that level of uh, you know, Masonic roots and ties. Not to mention, well, she was also dating Joe Francis as a teenager, like at 14, right, yeah. 15. And you know who Joe Francis is, boys and girls. Yes, yeah, Girls Gone Wild. Girls, girls Gone Wild. Uh, you know, that whole franchise. And they were, she was there for the trafficking that was occurring at Playboy Mansion for the after-after parties when they would bring in the, the, the young ones. The real young, the young ones, ones. yeah. That's right. They do the same thing in D.C., uh, i.e. I. Franklin Scandal. Anyways, so she's telling me all this, which, you know, she pretends that she doesn't know who I'm talking about. So uh, so then Alex is like, all right, all right, all right. So they don't hire her. And I'm like, thank God, you know, they don't hire her. But, but they had some other CIA spook there who, you know, got me and a dozen other fired. But that's another story. So, uh, so that, that, that's all said and done. She's out of, out of mind, out of sight, the whole thing. Now, here's the weird thing is the election season of 2015 and, you know, the Trump train and all that stuff. Yeah. She starts shadowing everywhere Trump goes, but everywhere Alex is going on that campaign trail. She happens to be there. She has this millennial Millie or whatever. And I'm like, okay, I hope Alex stays away, blah, blah, blah. Next thing I know, he's hired her again or, or, or hired her for the first time. I'm thinking, oh, God, no. Oh, God, no. Well, we both know you Alex know, doesn't make the uh, best decisions when it comes to uh, women, but that's another story. <laughs> yeah, when it comes to blondes, he's... Uh, yeah, um, yeah, but, right. <laughs> you know, and, um, you know, and I, I just knew it was bad. And I was proven right because she was a total cancer to the entire office over yeah. there. everybody hated her that's what she's i snaking everybody that's what i heard and mcadoo hate her because she's she was back 
stabbing everybody. She she was causing a ruckus, like a like a, a provocateur. I mean, this girl literally says she didn't know who the, who the hell I was. I'm like, okay, that that's that's very hand. that's very Hollywood, by the way. You know, I've had a lot of folks that um, claim not to know, and I'm not trying to put myself over here, but you know, I've gone through that as well. No. It's like you don't really have to. Yeah, you don't have to be that way with me. I'm just a normal person. You could you could be nice and be honest. It's okay. I'm not going to get mad at you. Right. Right. I, I, I get it. Um, you don't know who I am anymore. And I was honestly trying to, you know, further her career. Cause at the time she was doing a version of like the Beverly Hills housewives. It was called the Hollywood girls club. And Yuck. that's where, you know, I went to one of their functions. Oof. It was ridiculous. <laughs> I feel bad. Money. I'm sorry. You had to deal yeah, with that. Yeah. Oh, unfortunately. Yes. Yeah. And it was like really, you know, TD and Trini are taking money from girls that want to further their careers yeah. as actresses because the trend for a long time was, well, become a Scientologist and it'll help your career. That's very yeah. L.A., yeah. by the way, for those that don't know. It, it's disgustingly L.A. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like that movie, uh, L.A. Story <laughs> with Steve Martin. Very, very true. Right. Um, but, um, so anyways, this is happening. Now, 2020 comes around and she's still there. And, but but now she's not allowed to do anything from the office. They send her to do all her stuff from her, her humble abode in uh, Ohio with now her husband, this Gavin Wentz, who uh, is really, his birth name is Ratfink. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Really is. Yeah. That's his government name. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely a rodent. And he has a, a true appetite for uh, government cheese. Um, anyways, so this is what happens. And, and I promise people that this is going to lead to the places. I have to build this because a lot of people don't know. Um, and by the way, I, I warned Roger. I warned Roger. I said, no, stay away from her, Roger. This is a bad girl. And, you know. And he thought he knew better. Something with these older guys and young starlets. I know. They, they it's it's a it's a classic tale. It's a classic tale. And you see it in every faction and every branch uh-huh. and department in the world. You you see it all over the place. Yeah. But yes, especially with those in the you know, the uh, right. UFO paranormal you know, you see these yeah. younger girls and you know, all of a sudden they're interviewing, uh-huh. you know, these names and it's like, Oh, I see what's going on here. Well, and, you know, and, and it's a kind of a male-dominated industry sure. and, and uh, audience in certain subjects because historically or traditionally, I should say. But don't you just give yourself uh, away, though, when you do something like that? It's kind of like, oh, it's, you know, you're one of them. Right. Right. And, you know, because traditionally women, are, you know, follow more of the health, freedom, and topics like that or, you know, trafficking, you know, very emotionally passionate right. subjects. Yeah. Which is what Shadowgate's about and how they infiltrate people, which we'll get to. So this is now happening. Now, there's a bus stop where now she's fired, I hear, because of this movie, Shadowgate. Now, in full disclosure, I cannot sit through it because I know she didn't write the movie. She just is the narrator. Yeah. The, the Gavin, Mr. Ratfink is the, the brains behind it, and I cannot stand her. She sounds like an airhead. So um, they did. They did the movie, and they have this one gentleman in there. Name uh, his name is Patrick Berge. Patrick Berge, who, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, you know he is. I know uh, he I'm is. Not, 
yeah, I wasn't familiar with him and any of this until like 48 hours ago or whatever. Um, I know, I know of him very well. I know a, um, a mutual friend of mine who's in contact with him. Oh, okay. Okay. So maybe your audience knows as well. They don't know him so, yeah, well, by the way. Yeah. So I, I guess, and correct me if I'm wrong or off centered, but, uh, he, he was part of the IT, um, intelligence department, you know, computer yeah. guys mm-hmm. during the Obama and Bush thing. That's him. Which, right. Which they wanted a, a offset version of the Operation Hammer, uh, done from an IT, um, uh, realm, which they had to get that information from him. He declined due to the national security threat that would be and the, the breaking of protocol and constitution, you know, fill in the blank. So he didn't do it. Blew the whistle and, um, and Millie and, uh, Gavin got a hold of him and they, they did this film and then some other chick, uh, named Tori. I don't know, Tori Spelling, whatever the hell her name is. Um, same thing. She was actually appointed by Brennan. She was working under Brennan, uh, John Brennan, that is, former uh, CIA and the creator of Obama. So very, very nefarious, wicked, um, you know, origins to begin with. And so to, to make this uh, shorter than I'm trying to, is um, Patrick got played. He got played hard by Melian Weaver and screwed over and when he did, he found a video of me from 2020 on the Real Deal Report, mm. giving my movie review of Shadowgate. Interesting. And he said it snuck with him, and he put it in his book. And then he reached out to me weeks ago, and I just spoke to him the other day, and he was on the show last night. But, yeah, so they screwed him over. Now, here's where things get dicey. <sighs> First, Gavin Wentz, Gavin Wentz, Gavin Wincy is part of a high-level Masonic order called the OTAN, O-T-O. Right. They're like Illuminati, you know, level, you know, but you know, when we say Illuminati, um, Illuminati, I mean, that's like saying my favorite team, uh, my favorite basketball team is the NBA. Right. What does that mean? There's different teams. Yes. Illuminati is just like. There's different branches. like yeah, it's like and factions. Saying, oh, yes. my favorite. It's like bread. Well, what's your favorite kind of bread? There's different kinds of bread. Uh, you know, wheat. Uh, you know, whatever. So he's part of that. Um, we, I've had the evidence. I, I saw the photos of him and his uh, his little um, Boy Scout hoods that they wear over there. It's some satanic stuff. Satanic stuff. And then Millie comes from a long line of these high level Masonic people. You know, her uncle who. Uh, Murdered in Ghana, which was a CIA kind of a thing, on and on. It's not surprising to hear this. Yes, it's not, but it's so tangled. It's so tangled up, we're figuring out. So now, um, what happens is what we found out is that Millie Weaver had a falling out with informers because they started trashing uh, Alex and whatever and. Roger in the movie, whatever. yeah, and um, and I really am a, a very strong suspicion she was uh, filming and recording audio throughout uh, her times in the office for a, a future, um, just a future blackmail opportunity or to, to sell it to the Daily Mail who pays people for stories. So, 
and that's the kind of uh, person she is. But that's the kind of person, the, the, the true think tank and brains behind that is Gavin. So get this, get this, Michael. And I'm so pissed. Um, they have been working with the law firm out of Connecticut, the Sandy Hooker law firm, to set up and destroy Alex Jones. The same one. As, and I say that, and it dawned on me after I heard this, and I say that because April 30th of 2020, I wrote an article because this same law firm, the Sandy Hooker law firm, contacted Mike Adams of Natural News, offered him a just a whole heaps and heaps of money, and offered him a really favorable review in Wikipedia, which hmm. they control, now we know. Law firms control it now. Deep, deep state are law firms too, not just the corporations. And if he would do the following, they wanted Mike Adams to attack Alex Jones and Tucker Carlson and Sean Hannity, but particularly Alex Jones. And at the time I wrote too, which I forgot until last night, they were preparing to do a massive, massive class action lawsuit against Alex. Well, here we are. Here we are now. Fast forward. Now, get this is what that, that little rat fink uh, Gavin was telling him. Jeez. He was the rat fink Gavin the Windsor was telling this and telling a whole host of people that InfoWars was data mining, grabbing all the information from the families of Shane Hook and either selling them and giving them to people so they would go to all these people's homes in Connecticut. And, and, harass and harass them, them right. Now, does, that, does that sound like something Alex would do or, or enforce and, and risk that for what? Some, no. A bunch no, of hobos? There? No, not at all. I don't, Stupid. I don't, yeah, I don't think they would be doing that. I mean, um, Infowars, are they guilty of, you know, doing a couple, you know, shady, questionable things? Sure, but nothing where it's like, you know, they're going to encourage a bunch of random people yeah. to attack. Uh, you know, families. That's exactly. way out of line. People can do what they want. <laughs> People can say what they want about Alex, but he's a businessman first, and that is like the dumbest business yeah. move you can ever that's, make for your company. That's really I mean, stupid. It, it'd be like if me and Michael uh, had a had a um, deli shop, and I say, "Hey, hey, Michael, get this bucket of red paint and go across the street to Subway and throw it on their window." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, like that's suicide. Yeah, they would be tied back to me, and it's stupid. But this is this is the propaganda that they were pushing. This is the propaganda they were pushing. But it gets worse. It gets worse. And and by the way, just to tell off, as this is happening, as I wrote that article, I found out that was around the same time that they were approaching the uh, the Patrick Berge guy. Mm, yeah. And and to get him involved, meaning they. It's to my belief that they were contacted as as early as April of 2020 to do a bigger takedown of a psyops of some major major players, and and I'll explain why. This all went, this all happened in April, and of course, by the way, Mike Adams said no. Mike doesn't sell people out like that. I'm glad he didn't. Yeah. No. No, he, no, he, he's not Pete Santilli or anything who, who, who comes into play. Well, see, you know, what's, what's crazy is you must be some sort of psychic or have some sort of crazy psychic ability that you are not aware of. Because in my mind, I was just thinking about uh, saying, you know, she sounds like a true uh, informant, kind of like the name you just mentioned right now. It's pretty crazy. 
Yes, yes. We we don't have to mention his name, but uh, he, he's known as the. Uh, he's an informant, right? In New York. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, oh, oh yes, Mr. Uh, Shitstein from New York. Yeah, yeah. Pete Santilli is a, one, probably the worst human being uh, ever. On, That's what uh, I hear. The planet. That's what I hear. Mm-hmm. Horrible, horrible, horrible. Ooh. Well, uh, thanks for conf- confirming that for me. Even you know, I I had a feeling, but uh, well, thank you. Oh. Well, that feeling is reality, but uh, <laughs> he comes into play here in a minute. Uh-oh. So, um, so now imagine this. So this is happening. We're, we're talking about law firms and, you know, associate law firms connected to the Sandy Hooker event yeah. and what they have done to Jim and his family. It's and the same people that, family. yeah, it's the same people that went after Jim. They, you know, they, they struck my channel mm-hmm. for, for, um, or they removed most of Jim's episodes on my show. It's terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. So I know who they are. And, sure. and I take it personally because here you have a, a former uh, Marine, Jim Fetzer, who's in his golden years. Right. Him and his wife living off Social Security and the little pensions and in a time of just great darkness everywhere. And you have them putting a half million dollar lien on his home and trying to ruin him from making any kind of income. It, it, it is economic warfare, but it's also... Uh, it's like a legal warfare as well. It's terrible. And they're doing it to Alex as well. And it's bad for our industry, but it's also bad for free speech because I'll tell you, if Alex goes down, just like we saw with the YouTube Armageddon from a few years back, right. then we're all next. We're all next. We're all guilty. Right. We're all, yeah, we're guilty till proven innocent. Uh, you know, Stalin said, find me the man, I'll find you the crime. You know, so that, that's where we are. So now here's where it gets even deeper. Yikes. Just just when you thought you could, uh, you know, turn the lights off and go to bed. No, it's you can't yet. So this is happening now. Now she's at war. Millie Weaver's at war with Alex and all this is happening. And I'm sitting back, you know, I'm, I'm not feeling bad about it because I've, I've warned people, you know, kind of like the friend that, that warns your other friend. No, don't date that girl. She's a gold digger, and she might have herpes. Don't date that girl. Well, they dated that girl. But So now we get into the election, 2020. Millie's no longer with InfoWars. Um, InfoWars has had, uh, you know, know, she's gone. But but Giuliani is hard, comes into play now. Now he's doing the the, um, recount, November of 2020. I know that for a fact. Uh, Kristen Megan, who was with Real Deal Media at the time, was part of the recount efforts in Michigan uh, and some other people. So, I, you know, I was hearing behind-the-scenes chatter. Uh, Giuliani was a raging – I shouldn't say raging. He, he was a bad drunk. He was drunk the whole time. And now when I look back at his speeches or whatever, in recent memory, I'm like, yeah, his speech is a little slurred. It makes sense now, right? <laughs> He's a functioning alcoholic and not a good one at that. Like, okay. Well, right. yeah. So he's like, <laughs> so he's like, you know, all right. So he's like Arthur on the rocks. He's like a Dudley Moore, but for the Americans. <laughs> all right. That's fine. What do I care? Well, here's why I care now. Because it's when you're that drunk, you're that intoxicated, impaired, there's people behind you that will take advantage of you, control you, sign things in your name. Yeah. Uh, dish money around. We, we see it in the construction business too. You know, when I worked with my father many years ago, you send someone out to go buy lumber. 
Well, they buy uh, an excessive amount of lumber so they can return the excessive amount and pocket the rest of the money they get back from the return. It happens. That's why you have to be, that's why, you know, like Trump doesn't drink probably for a reason. I've had your wits at that level. Well, what we found out is this, this is what um, was we, we revealed, is that uh, the Giuliani team signed non-disclosure agreements with Millie Weaver and Gavin uh, Wentz. Mm. And in that agreement, they were purposely pushing fraudulent election fraud evidence, which, you know, you think about that, it, it takes away from the actual, you know, I don't want to get your channel taken out. It, it takes away from, you know, the obvious discernment that's right in front of us, you know, sure. getting into that. Yeah. Well, fast forward now. So that's happening now. That happened. Fast forward to where we are now with the trials. Whose name is starting to come up more now? More and more. Giuliani. Giuliani. Who's been missing from the world stage? Who's been missing from the world stage for quite some time since election 2020? Oh, Giuliani. Yeah. Once again. And now it doesn't... we're going to get to a point. By the way, I just want to quickly add, you know, um, he's been, uh, you know, I've never really liked Rudy Giuliani, the former mayor of America. Even when I was younger and I saw this go down, you know, it's, yeah. uh, I've never liked him. As soon as I saw that face, I was like, oof, yuck. But regardless oh. of that, you know, uh, maybe like a month, maybe about a month ago, you know, he was slapped on the back inside of a Staten Island supermarket uh, by an employee and he exaggerated worse than a soccer player, in my opinion, when he got tapped on the back. Really? Yeah, I didn't look it on video. There is, there is video of it. If you, if you look for it, it just, it just seemed bad. And, and then of course he was interviewed later on about the incident and he really played it up, uh, saying that it felt like a boulder had hit him and this and that. And I thought, you know, I thought, my God, I I hope you have a PR guy. And if you don't, you need one. Yeah. Yeah. You need, you need one. And, uh, it looked bad. Have some water. (laughs) Sober up, please. Sober up. Yikes. What a mess. Um, which it is a mess, which, you know, uh, for a public service announcement, I, I've lost more people in my life, just, you know, relationships, friends, whatever, to alcohol during this time more than anything else. Really? Just people, have, a lot of people have turned to the bottle or people that were casual drinkers, social. Have, have now it went too, it went too far. Yeah. People, people, have, a lot of people have become alcoholics right now. And it's really sad. Yikes. Um, yeah. It's just really, and I get it. You know, we, we need an escape, but alcohol is never uh, the answer, just in my view, in case, uh, case there's any kids listening. Uh, anyways, um, to get to uh, back to, yeah, back so to Julian. They signed an NDA. Yeah, so they signed that, and they tried to sign. They wanted um, they wanted Patrick um, Burke to yeah. sign the NDA as well and, and participate in the same thing. And, you know, you can look at that as, did they think it was real evidence at the time? Did they know it wasn't? Well, regardless, what's going to be used now in this trial that nobody's watching, and we get that, and even golf is beating them in the ratings, but they don't care. This is the D.C. Beltway. They're speaking to the D.C. peers in their jury pool, and they're also speaking to the international community who are spoon-fed um, just how racist and terrible America is and how we might need a coalition of peacekeepers to invade that someday and take the guns away. We, we know what the end game is. But you're going to see now 
the trial is going to say, okay, all right, everybody. So we'll, we'll look at your, your election uh, grievances here on, in our trial. Well, what, what, what do you have for us? Well, what do you know? It's going to be the faulty evidence that was being perpetuated and pushed by the most miscreant, heretic, no-talent, deep-state wannabes, do-anything-for-money-hungry whores, Millie Weaver and Gavin Wincy. It's going to be that evidence they're pushing and all the other ones around Giuliani. So my question is, who are the people in the Giuliani camp? Because that needs the, that, you know, that should be the real audit right there. Right. Who is pushing this? Because it's going to overshadow the true evidence out there that, that can turn this around. But also, it's destroyed lives of people that were just, you know, just in D.C. They thought it was a parade. I had a lot of friends that were going just, you know, just the spirit of yeah. being American. It's ruined. A lot of people lost their jobs because of it. We have people in solitary confinement right now that had nothing to do with this. Uh, there's, it was a total informant entrapment. And then, then this is what they're aiming for next. They're aiming to arrest Alex Jones and then eventually Donald Trump. Can you imagine if Alex did get arrested for this? He'd be a huge hit in uh, prison. All the, all the guys would know his work. Well, that's true. Um, it, it would be a yeah. big battle uh, for... Um, it would be terrible. It would be a big yeah. battle, but of course it would be a blow, like we were talking about earlier, to freedom of speech. Well, here's what it would do, too. I think it would even... I think it would wake people up and, and just cause so much anger, especially if they... they do it to Donald Trump. Now, on one hand, you could say, well, that's going to wake people up. That's a good thing. But on the other hand, they don't give, they don't care about you and I, whether we wake up or not. They're going to do it so that when we do wake up and take to the streets, they have their UN peacekeepers on standby. Remember the submarines I told you about? Right. Remember, remember who's in Nicaragua? Remember who's in Canada now, which is just the launching pad for everything China and UN. That's right. They have the, they have the, um, they have the FIPA agreement, FIPA, the Foreign Investment Protection Act. If you're a foreign country who sets up, pops up a corporation or business in Canada, well, you have the rights to uh, protect that with your military by any means necessary or how you see fit. So the stage is set, Michael. The stage is set. They want to. They want us to show our hand in what we're going to do, and that's why they arrested Stuart Rhodes of uh, Oath Keepers. I know Stuart. Stuart was on my network on a multitude of different shows, from uh, after-party shows that we do every Thursday to historical uh, news magazine shows about, you know, talking about historical um, moments in time. And he was about to do a, um, a new travel show for Real Deal Media. Stuart's a, Stuart is very smart. The scholar and stupid. He's a guy with the eye, the eye patch. Nobody, yeah, yeah, yeah. I recall. He, he, yeah, he looks like the Kurt Russell character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Stuart Brown. They, and they, they were circling him, and they were circling the Oath Keepers. All you got to do is find someone in your organization that has a shoddy record from the past and say, hey, you know what? We don't want you to go to jail for X, Y, and Z. Well, you got to do something for us. Tell us how bad Stuart uh, Rhodes is, and we'll, we'll protect you. Happens all the time. Now, as this is going on, and, and Stuart knew that they were – they subpoenaed the phone records of his lawyer. Uh, he had people turning on him 
within uh, Oath Keepers. He's never called for an insurrection or civil war or anything. In fact, he wanted to get out of Oath Keepers. We were talking about some book ideas that would be good for him, you know, and uh, I said, well, why not write a book called uh, Fifty Shades of Freedom? That's a time. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, that's what he wanted to do. So we were looking outside, you know, past all this. But nobody would have Stuart on so he could tell his story and what you would want to do if you knew the feds were circling in on you. The best thing you could do is be public, get your message out, and go on the interview circuit. Well, nobody would touch him. You know why that is? You know why that is? Because you had, you had another rat fink named Pete Santilli. Oh, no. Here he is. Come on who was going around telling everybody that Stuart Rhodes was an FBI agent. Now, the irony in that is blinding, and, and, and I almost fall down when I think about it. Yeah, that's crazy. He, he was blackballing him. Um, he was whispering in Roger Stone's ear. Essentially, yes, that's what he was doing. He was whispering in out. I don't know how... I don't know how the you know what in the world he's friends with Alex. Jones. He was just on with Alex Jones just recently, just the other day, matter of fact. Do you see the problem here with Alex? He surrounds himself with terrible, terrible people. That's what he's been doing for my yeah. You know, I I, I don't have any you know close ties to him, but I, I I do have people that do know him and say things to me, and I'm just like, what? Yeah, it, it makes no sense. Like. He knows Pete Santilli's bad. Pete Santilli took a, 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 a caravan of people to the Emperor's office in uh, South Austin over there and bullhorned the entire um, workplace and challenged him and was um, trying to use WikiLeaks against Emperor's for years. Years, this guy. And now, now they're best friends. There and, yeah. What, what the hell? Like, when did you see? I'm sorry. When did you see him on on there? I believe this was either yesterday or the day before, but it was definitely this week when um, he was on with Alex. It's disgusting to me. But you know what? That's that's you know you know and Pete can play the Christian conservative real easy. He can just whatever you want. Well, he's playing totally. both. He's playing all the sides. You know that's what they do. Yeah, yeah. But I hold him responsible. For the fact that you had an innocent person, like Stuart Rhodes, who he's calling a fed and a traitor, because Stuart Rhodes, unlike Pete and his little pom poms and his little uh, cheerleader uh, outfit, was telling everyone to go um, rush the Malheur Refuge building in Oregon, which got all the Bundys arrested. It wasn't Bundy Ranch that got them arrested, it was what happened in Oregon. Stuart Rhodes said, no, Oath Keepers don't do that. All the Oath Keepers have ever done for 10 years, Michael. Since I've known about them, they've gone to where there's protest or, you know, hostile kind of uh, First Amendment kind of, uh, you know, uh, arenas and stuff just for protection. Just they would they would escort like people back to their cars at Trump rallies who were getting beat up, spat, spat on, beaten up women. That's all they would do. They're exercising what, what our constitutional rights are in, under the Second Amendment. That's what I hear, and but they're labeled as you know a hate group, a radical extremist group. Mm -hmm. That's what the um, government labels them as. Yeah, which stems from the Southern Poverty Law Center, which is connected to the uh, the um, oh god the AID or something connected to a, a Mossad Zionist rooted organization. I, I can't. What, what is the Jewish lobbyist in, in DC? You'll come to me. Damn it. Anyways, 
Um, so yeah, Southern Poverty Law Center. They're equivalent to um, Snopes for for uh, labeling people, and that's how they. And that's what they do. They first they label you. Remember what Hillary Clinton said. All the protesters in, in the original lockdown. She said that we are classified now as domestic terrorists. That's what they claim. Remember that I May do. of twenty twenty. Oh, yeah. I remember. Do we all understand how how the playbook works? First, once they uh, label you something, and as uh, Nancy Pelosi, the the Tales from the Crypt Keeper indentured servant tells us, they do the wrap-up smear. Oh, they. The ADL. Yeah, yeah, ADL. Yeah, connected to the Southern Poverty Law Center. Mm -hmm. Thank you, ADL, ADL. But yeah, they they do the wrap-up smear. So what they're going to do here, they want to arrest Alex Jones. But we have an opportunity now, and I told Mike Kansas, we need to get this out. If we can get this out, that who was involved in this, who was pushing faulty evidence to overshadow the true evidence, who they are, who signed the NDA, we can stop this now and, and get ahead of this slow-moving train crash that's heading our way. And that's why I, you know, that's why I told this story here today because it it needs to be told. Yeah. Because I know this girl. I I created a monster. I created a monster. So are you basically saying you're kind of like, you know, you're you're kind of like, yeah, you're kind of like the Beatles, and you know, you see, you see her kind of as Charles Manson, and you know, if you would have just followed along with what they wanted the first time and not changed Uh, the lyrics, you know, they all those people would have still been alive. Oh, well, here's a better narrative. <laughs> I know, that's, like, that was a silly one, Paul I know. McCart- but. <laughs> yeah, yes. Well, Paul McCartney met Yoko Ono first at an art gallery exhibit, and he, he thought, oh, he's friendly. Well, she infiltrated, just like Millie, the, the Beatles camp, and then got herself hooked up with John Lennon, which right. eventually eroded the relationship. Yeah, and the rest is yeah, history. I feel like Paul McCartney. You're that's like Paul McCartney, thing. yes. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's hilarious. Yeah, I'm the new Paul. Love that. Well, you know, I, I loosely heard some of these things, but not, not the way they were broken down here today. And it makes even more sense. But yeah, I'm friends with uh, people that sort of communicate with, with all these people here. And I just hear these things and I'm, you know, I I don't know what to think. And, but now it's, you've drawn a way bigger picture for me here. I, I hope so because I, you know, I had good intentions, and I don't gain anything from this. I really don't. I gain attacks. You do. Or, yeah, you get attacked. Or, or, I do. I do. I get attacked often um, from not not you know viewers or anything that disagree with me or whatever because that, that that's totally cool and fine. But like informant type of people. Yeah, they're and, everywhere. Um, yeah, and you know, I, so I don't gain anything other than the fact that it. I don't do it. If Michael Deacon doesn't do it or talks about it or have people that talk about it, then who will? That's right. Who will? If we don't stop what's coming and turn this around and truly tell the story of World War III here, then what are we going to read 20 years from now, if not sooner, in, in their history books? You know? That's right. And by the way, I don't think I or I don't think we ever talked about it, but... Do you know why exactly you were sort of dismissed from InfoWars? Did you have heat with anyone there rather than just, you know, who we just talked about? Oh, no. No, there was a, um, there was like a dozen people that, that were let go, uh, because, oh God, that's another can of worms, but, uh, there was a, another operative type that was 
who tried to infiltrate uh, Natural News oh, okay. in 2012. I see. His name was Anthony, Gu- Anthony Gucciardi was his name. Uh, and, and he tried to infiltrate Natural News and then tried to use Mike to get keep getting a hold of Alex, get a hold of Alex. Uh, and eventually he got there. And when he did, you know, he just cleaned house, controlled Alex. Um, uh, the same guy tried to compromise me and Luke Radowski at We Are Change with hookers and blow. Mm, not a, uh, I see. <laughs> it seems like Alex is uh, easily manipulated by uh, people behind the scenes. Sure. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you keep someone drunk. I'm not saying he's that way anymore. But, you know, in, in this world, it's easy to lose your feet, you know, from the ground yeah, and, and, and just have your head in the clouds. And we've all been there in, in some sense or, or, or way, but those of us who have been there, we say, Oh wait, I need to come back down to earth. This is not how I want to uh, be remembered or my character to be portrayed, but people can lose themselves. And in Alex's case, it's very different than you and I. He, he was, he was a pioneer. He was the first guy to m- make a multimedia organization off of you know news that you couldn't find anywhere else outside of the newsletter you know stuff jim mars was talking about for decades right he was providing that and he was providing voices like jim mars and others of that era on his platform and it was it was it was revolutionary and therefore i can see how you could get the god complex and you know lose touch reality and all that but I'm sure he's coming back down to Earth now, and, and he's paid a penance. You know how much how much more you know harm can they do to him and the people that work there? By the Terrible. way, um, shout out to um, Bill Cooper. By the way, yes, Bill Cooper. Yes, Bill Cooper. An- another pioneer of sorts, Bill I would Cooper. say. Yeah, another pioneer. There's a lot of pioneers too. You know, Jim Fetzer is a pioneer. He is. Um, one hundred percent. Jim Mars, who I spent a lot of time with. Another, passing, yeah. Time. Uh, you know, a lot of those guys, they just didn't get the recognition because there was no, there was no platform or until Infowars, really. And, you know, so I honor those people. And speaking of Jim, if I may, if people do uh, want to support Jim Fetzer, uh, if, if people go to the Real Deal Media store, realdealmedia.tv, or slash store, and you purchase the, uh, the, the, ex- the exceptional, um, shirt out of, uh, Jim Fetzer's. It's a polo shirt crafted for Jim and by Jim himself. It, all proceeds go to, uh, Jim Fetzer and his efforts. And that's what, uh, I want to do for him. I've been trying to do that for him. Yeah. It's very nice of you to get that going. And I have seen the shirts. They're, they look very good in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's a lot of things for uh, guys and gals, you know, for summertime. You know, I don't really have anything for monsoon season yet, but that's something we should design next. One day, yeah. You'll get around to it. And um, we are sort of coming to a close here, but I did have just a few more things to, you know, throw your way. But, you know, as we sort of wind down just a bit here, you know, subject matters yes, like yes. conspiracies and, yeah, and like the fringe, you know, not everyone starts off being into these things early on, unless you're a kid who hates reading and you sort of pick up like a book about cryptids from back in the day. But besides that, when did your fascination for these topics sort of begin? If you can remember. Um, yeah, right. 
Well, I grew up Catholic. Oh, okay. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm not the people that say I'm a recovering Catholic. Um, <laughs> yes. You know, what Catholic means is, you know, you go to church twice a year and, uh, you know, you, you drink wine on Sunday. Um, but I grew up Catholic and my grandfather and my grandparents, uh, I was adopted by, they, they were very strict Catholics. Um, but my grandfather, like many Catholics, you couldn't probably find the Bible in our house. It was somewhere, you know, on the shelf next to the encyclopedia from 1978, just with dust on it. And he was into um, Bible prophecies. Love that. And, okay. And predictions. Right. And, and so I grew up on that. That's all I heard about. I heard about Fatima and the secrecy of the Vatican. <laughs> yeah. You know, in my entire life, he always told me that the Antichrist is going to be the black pope. And I said, what do you mean black pope? And here we are. We have Francis, Pope Francis, who's in Canada now, who's apologizing for the indigenous child trafficking yeah. at behest of the Vatican with, with Prince Charles. So you couldn't have picked a better spokesperson. Oh, well, that's great, right? How rich. <laughs> yeah, I said, what, what, what was Kamala busy and, and, and uh, <laughs> Fergie? Anyways, so um, he said, after this next pope, he told me, he told me two popes ago, that's when the black pope it will, will come, and, and that will be the Antichrist. And I didn't understand it. And then I looked into, you know, I was a huge fan of Star Wars. I'm sure you were as well. A lot of people sure. in that era were, you know. Um, it was all analogy. The Black Pope was the Sith, the, the dark overlord behind Darth Vader. Right. That's what he was talking about. And I said, oh, my God. And here we are. And here we have the Vatican on fire blowing up two weeks ago. We have Pope Francis, questionable if he's a hologram or uh, more fakery with, with the plastic uh, face people. Yeah, we don't know but what he's he is. about to resign. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know what, we don't know what the hell. He, you know, trainees can be priests. I don't know what his doctrines are, but they're, they're all globalist time. You know, and a lot of people don't know the United Nations, which, you know, it calls itself a secular, you know, nations for all. Well, there's one religion they recognize, and that's the Vatican, the Catholic Pope, who has a special section in the United Nations. It was the Pope of 1954 that helped set up the entire European Union, which was a total um, bait and switch to get rid of state line sovereignty, enact the Kalergi plan, and then also begin the trafficking without any hassles at the borders. It was never about a trade agreement. So we're about to see a new, the Black Pope, what my grandpa talked about. What he warned and, about. Oh, my God. Yeah. And my grandpa, you're absolutely correct. He was here right now. You know, like, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I'm glad I paid attention, you know? and That's um, pretty wild. It is happening right before our yeah. eyes, and... That reminds me, um, um, Dean, what, what, what about your, your folks, your parents? Um, are, are they, you know, are they just normies? Well, unfortunately, um, I was adopted by my grandparents. They passed away oh, okay. um, several years ago. Oh, okay. I yeah, didn't know that. Sorry I, about that. I lost them back to, no, I, I lost them uh, in 18 and, uh, 2018, oh, 19. Okay. And, uh, so yeah, it's just, um, yeah, my, Michael, it's just kind of me on this earth. No, uh, no siblings or anything. And, uh, it's just me. And it's I, just you on your own. Yeah. I feel like ET sometimes, but I, you know, there, there, there's pros and cons about it. 
pros, you know, you don't have anything to prove to anyone but yourself. And, um, the cons is you know, you're, you're basically like, yeah. you're basically, you're, you're basically what, what's being sung by a white snake, basically, you know, the, those lyrics, they're about you. Like a drifter, I was born to walk alone. There you go, yeah. David Copperdome was talking <laughs> about me, yes. It was written about me in 1986 and very, very true. But, uh, but you know, out of that is many people that, that would damper their, their outlook and worldview and lifespan. I've taken a different approach. Of, I just want to do things that I enjoy, and I, I only want to be around people that I enjoy. And I get to do that every night with uh, the, the Real Deal Mini audience. And Love that. It's quite the journey. Yeah. Michael, I still have the same people with me that started with me March 19th, 2020. And um, it's been this journey I've been taking with virtual strangers from all over the world, but are very familiar and very important in my life. Yeah, you need that sort of thing in your life. and. We have all these uh, crazy things going on. You know, a lot of people think that we are in the end times. And, you know, current running theme on the show has always been the apocalypse, the end times, the final days of humanity. And depending on who you ask, yeah. some folks believe we are entering those times now. You know, I think the world is ending. I'm not sure when, but, um, you know, our so-called leaders are all frauds. You know, everything has been turned you know, upside wow. down. And it's sort of been that way since the dawn of time. You know, we have teachers who are grooming children. The president and his son mm -hmm. are, you know, highly probable child molesters. And, you know, we have Hunter, we you know. know, then we got Hunter Biden all about the crack and underage women, <laughs> you know, got all that going on. Yeah, all about the crack. Crazy times. <laughs> you know, I've seen more photos of his crack and crack cocaine than I've ever wanted to. It's it's repulsive. Yeah. I've seen too much yeah, of them. I've seen, yeah, I've seen more of his crack than the actual plumbers uh, that, that fix my sink. Um, I've seen it. Uh, I've seen all of his body, which is not good to admit, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Me and Michael are very aware of the anatomy of uh, Hunter Biden. And, uh, but, uh, th th by the way, there's a bigger story behind that in the laptop. And I've, I've always said there's some kind of stagery, uh, connected to it, but th that's for another show. But yeah. to your point, to your point is yes. Things are ending, but uh, things are also beginning too. And you know, they talk about blackouts. Blackouts aren't going to be in just one concert yep. in unison that I'm aware of. It's going to happen in pockets. Uh, do you want to be in Philadelphia in this time of just greater war that's coming? Probably not. Are there amazing places to be right now in the United States? Absolutely. You want to know the difference. So it's an ending for the people that have lived and wholeheartedly base their entire identity off of government, institutions, prestige. They're ending. The ones who have been awakened and are getting awakened, us, the people that watch us, listen to us, we continue. We begin the new world, the new life. We're the new world order, not the old world order. This new world order is going to be of an enlightenment in, in many places. So it's the beginning of something new in this evolution process. And as much as there's so much disparity around us and atrocities in this time of evolution, just like, uh, you know, not all the people got on the, the, uh, the arc of uh, many uh, years ago. It's also been a time of people uniting worldwide, people coming together, understanding things that they didn't understand, you know, three years ago. 
making things, understanding the value of, of money and, and bartering and, and growing your own food and basically taking your sovereignty back and not giving your sovereignty to institutions or, or, or corporate medias, about doing it yourself. And it goes back, in, in closing, it goes back to remembering the conversations and the lessons of your grandparents who, who lived through it all. You know, grandpa, my grandpa went World War II, Great Depression, Cold War. He was in the Vietnam War. And many, many people's grandparents. And it's remembering those stories and lessons and applying them to modern day. And that's how we're going to be the storytellers of the future and in, in correct, in correct our world and, and, and our societies. Dean, I so want to... Very good. And Dina, you know, I want to thank you so much for your time here. You were on for a lot longer than I thought you would be, which is fantastic in my opinion. And, uh, Dean, as, as we close here, my friend, um, any final words of, of uh, wisdom, uh, even though you just sort of closed with a good one right there already, but you know, any, any plugs or, or anything of that nature, go ahead. Uh, the floor is yours. Sure. Sure. Well, I, I, you know, I'm always happy to be on here, and thank you for having me on. And, you know, if people are alone out there, you're not alone. If you think like uh, we do or, or, you know, shades of, just know there's many, many uh, like-minded people like yourself out there that um, are finding the courage and the boldness to uh, speak to others about it. And I, and I tell you, people are speaking like this everywhere, coffee shops, gyms. But uh, if you like what if you like this, you want to join this journey along with uh, Michael Deacon's programs and myself. Go to realdealmedia.tv and uh, become a member. Join us. We, we redo, as Michael knows, we're, we're more than just a news uh, item. We, we do uh, film. We do musical showcases Saturday nights for our members too, and we also do uh, just a whole host of other things because. At the same time, Michael, this is the age of the new renaissance. Right, right. Meaning we're, we're all creative people. We all had imaginations as children that could just go, you know, light years everywhere. And we lose that when the world comes about in the responsibilities, but we still have it in us. So we represent that, and we do all sorts of things. We have a lot of fun, but um, we tell people what, what's really happening domestically and around the world so just realdealmedia.tv 10 p.m eastern find me on dean ryan tv on uh, dean ryan tv on youtube uh, and facebook rumble you know you'll find me i'm out there very nice well i hope you had a good time here uh, dean and we'll do this again on the other side absolutely and uh thank you for uh continuing to do what you do michael and and uh supporting uh jim and giving him a platform to speak as well you got it, brother. You're a good man, and so is Jim. I don't really affirm anybody um, very much, and, uh, you know, I think I should do more of that. Um, but, yes, I appreciate your efforts and your time here, and we'll speak again here. Yes, looking forward to it, and uh, talk to you real soon. And there he goes, boys and girls. That was Mr. Dean Ryan. I do want to thank all of you out there for being a part of the program, those of you in the chat room, and, of course, those of you who will listen back on the replay, those of you that will listen on the podcast rendition if you have not subscribed to the podcast version of this program, please do so. And if you want bonus material, please go to patreon.com forward slash Michael Deacon. It's been a good one, folks. We were here for a good time and not exactly a long time. And with that said, the world is a mysterious place and life itself is a mystery. 
Until next time, good night.